0: Welcome to Elevation Nation, where we dive deep, vibe high, and radiate love. There's a renaissance occurring on Earth right now. It's a soul renaissance, it's a return of people back into their hearts to find a heart centered way of living. Elevation Nation's mission is to promote love and to support all of you warriors of love out there as you walk through this new life in this new way of being, giving you powerful tools and just letting you listen to people chat about their challenges, their growth, their successes, and hopefully inspire each of you to add love into the equation every time. Today's topic is about cultivating mindful space and this is something that I do for a living. I help people to reorganize and rethink the spaces in which they live. And I was just thinking today about how important this type of practice is in today's society, especially because we're all in this like quarantine lockdown thing. So people are spending so much more time inside their homes, and the time that they're spending inside their homes is really different. We're working from home, we're learning from home, we're probably eating in way more than we ever have before. It's a very different energy than what we've kind of considered our homes to be in the past. So the word that comes to mind for me in today's conversation is the word enliven inside of the word enliven is the word live or alive and i was thinking about how important it is to take a look at our surroundings our home inside and out and see how much we can bring life into our space so for instance this is the time in pennsylvania when the forsythia are really blooming pussy willows are starting to bloom there's a lot of trees and flowers that are just naturally occurring outside right now so since we aren't really able to be out that much, although we're allowed to walk around. But bringing those things into the home, bringing in anything from nature that makes your home feel more like the natural world has a bunch of effects. The first is that it's pleasant. It's nice to see a bright sunny bunch of yellow forsythia on the kitchen table, but also it actually brings in the energy of life so it goes back to that enliven idea that theme of bringing life into the home so if there's any way that you can get outside and just you know pluck some stuff off the earth ask her first if it's okay to take it obviously mother earth you know would it be okay for me to take some of this branch and put it in my home so that i can bless my space with it it's kind of an old native american way of coexisting with nature that i tend to um, practice for myself So bringing that natural world in is really important, especially if you live in a more urban setting. Um, you You might not be able to find it right outside your door, but if you happen to pop into the grocery store, it's a good idea to spend $6 on a little bouquet of tulips right now. Just something that'll last for a week or so and really bring in a natural element. So that's part one, is connecting with the natural world. Part two that I wanted to talk about was that it's very, important to think about the purposes of the rooms that you're in so right now I have my own three children who are becoming essentially homeschooled they're doing all their virtual learning at home and that means that our home is being used in a really different way the girls are in their bedrooms a little bit more which means their rooms need to be tidied up more often it also means we had to rearrange and get rid of some clutter so they would have more room to spread out and be able to focus on their work Just like in a classroom, if there's too much clutter and too much distraction in a space, it might be harder for some kids to focus if they're in too noisy of a space or too dark of a space. So really considering what the purpose is for each of the rooms in your house and how people are going to start using the home in a different way. That might even mean looking at your kitchen and saying, you know what, this kitchen is sort of organized for a one-person show. You know, usually mom is the one cooking the dinner for everybody and dad's cleaning up or however that works in your family. However, now that people are stuck inside with each other and not sort of running out here and going to work there and leaving for lunch there and going to school over here, we're home and everyone has to use the same kitchen space. So maybe this is the time to rethink how your cabinets are organized. You know, are the forks and knives and spoons in the right drawer or do they really need to get moved over to a more centralized location where they're not in the way when three people are prepping food? So considering things like that and also considering how a space feels. When I walk into a room, one of my, I guess you'd call it a gift, is I can feel a room. I can feel the energy of a room. I can feel where things should be what should be in that room, how the energy will best flow. So if you can just go into a room that doesn't feel quite right for you, and ask yourself, you know, what would this room best be used for, and how would it feel best? And then start creating that, even if it's in the most minimal way right now, calling for just the essentials. It doesn't have to be completely detailed right now, but just getting the essentials into the room, getting it workable, and making it really pleasant is a nice way to spend this inside time that we've got right now. And the last part of what I wanted to talk about is creating a feeling in a room. So one of the best examples, I think, of feelings are going to a restaurant. The way that I decide if I wanna go to restaurant A or B is sometimes the menu and what I'm in the mood for, but very often it's the ambiance of the restaurant that draws me in. I might be in the mood for something quiet and romantic. So I might choose one of my favorite restaurants in the Lehigh Valley. I might go somewhere that just feels fun. Sometimes I even crave that loud, joyful feeling of a more open restaurant. So the feeling of a space dictates how we live in that space, how we behave in that space. And it also influences the way that we feel, what our emotions are, and how we're able to relate to other people in that space. Um, the holidays are a great example of this too. You know, at Christmas time, we cer- certainly add more light to the space. We light up dark rooms, we bring in evergreens and berries. You know, in the um, hotel industry, this is like, huge. People go to hotels because they look and feel a certain way, which is based on their design and their decor. I've designed spaces and homes before that are intentionally meant to feel like a spa so that when a person walks into their master bathroom, they just, they just sigh a relief. They let the day go and they become more centered and quiet and ready to care for themselves in that way. So as you are cultivating those spaces inside your home, enlivening them with natural elements clearing out the clutter and thinking about the purpose of a room and how it would best be structured and then also creating a vibe in your room these are the things that are going to help to move us through this era of being in the home more than outside of the home now that we're on quarantine it really is a very important thing to consider what our homes look like, feel like, and how they create for us an emotional dynamic and how that affects the people who are also living within the home. So you want your home to feel like a safe haven. You might want it to feel joyful, relaxing, calm, a place that feels sacred, where you can come home, be yourself, close off the outside world a little bit. Even creating a sacred space inside of your home at this time, if you have a spiritual practice or if you're open to exploring that, just creating a corner in your bedroom where you put up some inspirational photos, some quotes. If you are religious, you can put some religious items there. If you're like me, sometimes that involves you know a crystal and a special seashell, a quote from a favorite author, and a bunch of books that I can look at just the spines and remember what I've learned from them. So creating even a little sacred space inside of one room can make a huge difference. It gives you a place, a space. Space is so important. It gives you an actual space to retreat to, a place that kind of welcomes you in. And I just wanted to end this podcast today with the visualization of a bird creating a nest, because right now that's going on around my house quite a bit. Those birds are really intentional. They're planning exactly what they want to create their nests out of, where they want to create them, what's going to be best for their young ones when they're born, when they hatch out of their eggs. So just the idea of creating a nest for yourself. What is your need? What are you trying to accomplish with that space? And what will feel most like home to you? I hope this inspires you to at least choose one room of your house and really rethink it, refeel it. See what would be best. If you need any help with that, please feel free to reach out through me. The email is cultivateyoga at me.com. Take care.